Hello friends and friends of friends and welcome to the September subscriber only episode. We are thrilled that you are here. Just a reminder um, that if you're at the friend level and you want to be on our close friends, you need to send us a screenshot of your welcome email. Otherwise we do not know what your Instagram handle is. So please send that. Um, Before we get into our fun, exciting time with one of you and your gossip, Alex is here. Say hello, Alex. Hi. We're just going to, you know, we're going to do a little, we're going to do a bit. So that's fun. (laughs) Alex, um, what's, what's happening with your, uh, what is it? Block party. Block party. How? Okay. Yeah. Just start me at the beginning. Like how many blocks are actually invited? Like, is it a neighborhood party? It's it's really uh, a stretch of four buildings, um, so it's okay. not even a full block. I live on a street that has really, really long blocks, so okay. a full block would be too much. But it's these four buildings that are all run by the same management company, and we all share a backyard, essentially. Oh, um, I see. So the management company has coordinated this. No, I coordinated oh. it. Because... Oh, my God, Scorpio <laughs> hours. <sighs> I coordinated it. I mean, if we want to get earnest on Maine, um, <laughs> please. It's because, like, I started to feel really helpless about the political situation in our country. Mm-hmm. And whenever I start to feel really helpless, I start to, like, go hyper local. And it's like, how yeah. can you get involved with literally your neighbors? And That's a smart I idea. I feel like, you know, so many of our issues are, like, coming from the fact that, like, we don't just, like, go knock on our neighbor's doors. So I, like, made these cute flyers on Canva. Uh, graphic design is oh my, my passion. And What's it like to be a creative <laughs> genius? Is it fun? Uh, the, the flyers are really cute, I have to say. Um, I bet I don't have are. any with me, but they're cute. They've got a little, like, cartoon grill on them. And, um, yeah, I taped them up all over everyone's doors and it's happening tomorrow. Our neighbors are pulling out their smoker. We're going to do pulled pork. Whoa. Hell yeah. And like, I'm going to get like two watermelons. Watermelons are my favorite. Um, this is a great great. idea. I love this. Also, what an inspiration you are to be, you know, creating community around (laughs) you. That's that's beautiful. (laughs) The, the, the real exciting thing though, the thing I'm nervous about is, um, there's actually been a little bit of like neighborly (laughs) drama, not with me, but from people that I know. And I know, both parties uh one party is relatively new to the neighborhood the other party okay. has been here for like 30 years and oh, no. um <laughs> Classic I, I i can't i don't want to say too much but i will say that like at one point the older neighbor who will call dot we all call her dot because of dot okay. grandma's best friend dot um right <laughs> we call her dot anyway um Dot at one point told the new neighbors that they were only allowed to park in one spot in the parking lot. And the new neighbors like messaged the the building management and were like, Dot said this. And then the the management was like, Dot, you're not in charge of the parking lot. Okay, one, don't message your management. They're not your friends. (laughs) So you're looking forward to seeing some goss play out. Yes, this is going to be the first time that I know of that all of these neighbors are going to be face to face and not just sort of like passive aggressively, like looking over at each other in the parking lot or. uh, I think this is cute. I think it's a great idea. 
Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of babies. Do you have cornhole? Ooh, I don't think we do. Oh, that's a, that we seems don't have like cornhole. a perfect block party game. <laughs> yeah, we do me. have a big uh, muddy ditch in Excuse the backyard because <laughs> <laughs> one of our neighbors had a garden that they'd abandoned when they moved and nobody okay. has taken it back over uh but dana and i went in and um dug up the weeds and Aww. have not planted anything else but so now it's just like a big dirt hole what are you gonna do with the dirt hole nothing no i don't know Slip I, like, and there's, slide. <laughs> there's a part of me that wants to go like full meadow in the backyard, but there's the other part Hell of me yeah. that's like, I don't own this land. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't want to invest my energy. I don't know. I follow this guy on TikTok who, if I knew his handle, I would shout him out because I love him, who rides around on his skateboard with like what looks like one of those Parmesan shakers. <gasps> But it's full of wildflower seeds that are, like, oh native God. to his area. And then he, like, just scoots around dumping them places. And because it's summer right now, he's been doing all these videos that are, like, here's what this block looked like last year when I took this video of myself dumping this shaker. And here's what it looks like now. And it's just, like, all of these flowers. And I'm, like, this guy, Johnny Appleseed, but good. Oh, my God. You have to send me that that profile because... I'm so inspired. I want to be him. That could be you. I have one other thing to talk about, which is that listeners, if you're hearing this on the day that we're releasing it, which is September 2nd, Friday, September 2nd, if you live in New Haven, Connecticut, or, you know, near it, we are having a secret listening party. It's not a secret. (gasps) It's just a listening (sighs) party. Uh, in New Haven, in the College Woods part of East Rock Park. So it's like that part that's along Cold Springs Road. And we're going to be listening to the season three premiere on September 6th. That's a Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Um, and that's like several hours before the episode will be released into the world. So you'll get to hear it first. Wow. But you have to come do it with me. I'm so jealous. I'm like deeply jealous of this experience. It's not fair to me really <laughs> uh, I'm really excited um, I'm a little nervous because I'm like you know part of me is like should I prepare snacks should I get those giant golden balloons that say the half oh my letters God. you know like should I go all out and Dana's like no Dana <laughs> is right um, don't go all out but you're allowed to get like one snack maybe plus you have a little um, special surprise for the people who come I do I'm not going to tell you what it is but it's a it's a fun surprise that cannot be purchased unavailable for purchase but available for having at this one event um, mm-hmm. I can't come because I have to go to the Defector Ideas Festival which is going to be held at Caveat the same night so if you live in New York City and you want to hear some really bad ideas or really good depending (laughs) on whether you think you can land a plane or not i recommend coming to the show at caveat oh my god yes so so tuesday september 6th is a big night for defector slash normal gossip fans if you're in new york go to caveat you can see kelsey if you're in new haven you can come see me and listen to the episode (laughs) Um, I, I love that our, our two cities are New York and New Haven and it's like shrug. (laughs) I think, well, you know, it's not our fault that that's where we're going to be those days. It's where we live. That's just how the world works. Well, Well, I don't know. It's where I live. Yeah. 
But if you live in a different city and you're planning to have like some kind of listening party with like more than, I don't know, five people, you could email us at normalgossipatdefector.com and maybe we can send you a little a little box. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun a thing. treat in it. But you would have to send us photos and videos. Yes. As payment. <laughs> Great trade. In my opinion, an excellent trade. Yes. We love <laughs> we it. We get video. You get secret treat that is not available for purchase. <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited to see you in whatever form that is, even if it's just on Instagram. Aw. Nah. Aww. Now that we've talked about block parties and other kinds of parties that you can attend, should we hear some gossip from one of our listeners? What do you think? Oh, yes. So excited. (laughs) This month, we are thrilled to welcome Jess Yeganay to the show. Jess is a young professional living in the Twin Cities. She works for the Minnesota Senate, wow, where she serves as a legislative assistant for the Senate Minority Leader, Melissa Lopez-Franzen. She studies strategic communication and political science at the University of Minnesota Twin Cities, and she currently resides in Minneapolis with her partner, Nathan. Jess, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Kelsey. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited you're here, and I would like to up top apologize for all the women in STEM jokes that I make, as you are actually a woman in STEM. (laughs) Yeah, that's my side project. I like to help women, young women, get involved in STEM. Um, Clearly, I did not study that in college or anything, but it's a side passion project that I enjoy. Can you start me off by just telling me, you know, basic first question, what's your relationship with gossip? Um, great question. Um, I have a, <laughs> I have a interesting relationship with gossip. Um, my friends mm-hmm. all love to gossip and same with coworkers. So I am very involved in gossip in my life. Um, I'm usually not the person that the gossip is directly about, but it's uh, usually about my friends and I usually end up being there. <laughs> for whatever gossip stories come out. So I'm like the side character to the main character of the gossip. So you mean you're there when the actual events that become gossip are taking place. Is that correct? Yes. What is your role as a side character in these <laughs> stories? Like, are you the supportive best friend? Which one are you? <laughs> um, I'm probably the supportive best friend that also is the little devil in the ear being like, it's fine. You can do whatever. Like if you choose chaos, I'll still be here because at least we'll have a story out of it and I can share it with the people I know. Okay. So you're also an enabler. Oh, absolutely. Is what I'm hearing. Yes. (laughs) Can you give me an example? Do you have one off the top of your head? Um, My friend was recently invited to a wedding and um, Mm -hmm. she was supposed to go to the bachelorette party as well. But the bride did not invite her husband to the wedding. And, but yeah, and she wanted my friend to go to this bachelorette party and pay at least $700. No. Exactly. So um, my friend is also a very chaotic person. So (laughs) we had long conversations about how she should just start everything on fire and not go. So she didn't go to the wedding? Did not. Uh, she got uninvited to the wedding because she 
told her friend, like, if she was going to continue to make the bachelorette party very difficult, like, she's not on board for it. And the bride uninvited her. And, you know, I think it's better off that way. (laughs) Honestly, like, you said that you and your friend are a little chaotic, but it seems to me like the bride in this scenario is really the one that is chaotic. So I think you're doing a great job enabling. I mean, it does make life interesting, which we love. (laughs) We sure do. Do you consider yourself a gossip? Uh, Yes. Um, I work in politics, and Uh um, it makes it that you get a lot of juicy little gossip tidbits that you can't tell anybody um, or are not supposed to tell anybody. So the people in my life that are not involved in that world end up hearing Mm -hmm. a lot of really good little details and then also kind of some breadcrumbs with coworkers where we all get little Mm -hmm. tidbits and pieces and we'll talk about the goodies that we know. Can you explain like what the difference is between like a full gossip and a gossip tidbit? (laughs) Ooh, um, I guess like a gossip tidbit is more of leading the person down the right rabbit hole okay and um letting them know have you heard about what's going on with this person but not really like telling Mm -hmm. them exactly what's going on and then like gauging (laughs) if they do know what's going on or not and if they do then going a little deeper into it with that person it's like recon work (laughs) that's incredible i love that has your um relationship with gossip changed over time Um, I'd say yes. When I was a kid, like, I remember my parents always telling me that you don't want to be a gossip, like, bad Mm -hmm, friends mm -hmm. gossip about other people. And now, like, once I got into the professional world, I realized that we all have gossip going on in our lives. And as long as you're not harming other people with said gossip, it's usually a-okay. I lived in DC for a long time, so I know a little bit about this, but I would love it if you could just talk a little bit about like how gossip functions in politics. Like you've mentioned that it's important to your job and you mentioned that your perspective changed. Like why? (laughs) Well, I work at a state capitol. So here specifically, you have like lobbyists, you have other staffers, Mm -hmm. and you have like constituents and regular people that you're engaging with. Um, on the daily and like during our crunch time, as we call it at the end of session, when people don't really know what's going on, um, we'll have reporters (laughs) or lobbyists think that they know everything that's going on behind back door rooms. And that gossip is always very intriguing because they never truly know what's Mm -hmm. going on. Um, For example, (laughs) we, there is um, some tiny little news hyper-specific to the Minnesota Capitol that this guy tweeted that we were under lockdown at one point and we were all just sitting at our building and it's like, we told this man on Twitter, we're like, we are not under lockdown. He's like, oh, I'm still trying to confirm this. And it's all these wild little gossip pieces that... Are a little problematic, but everything just ends up being a little crazy in the political world. It's pretty funny to think about, like, because as a reporter, and I know a lot of reporters, your job is always trying to figure out, like, what is the truth? So it's really funny 
to think about like your perspective where it's like, you know, the truth and you're looking at the article, like how right is this? (laughs) Exactly. I'm thrilled that you're here. Do you want to get into your story? Are you ready? Sure. All right. Lay it on (laughs) me. I'm amped. (laughs) Okay. So to set the stage, this story happened pre-pandemic and revolves Mm -hmm. around a group of young volunteers. Okay. So it all started at the local quiz bowl event where Kyle asked his friends who's going to the national championship later on that year to volunteer. Um, Mm -hmm. Kyle lets everyone know that he has a hotel room booked for the event paid by his employer and all of his friends are welcome to join in and it will be a fun time and they'll drink and just hang out. Um, He let his friends know that he has two beds, so... Like, sleeping arrangements aren't going to be an issue. And, I mean, being young people freshly out of college with little money to spend on a hotel room, it was pretty enticing for the group. Mm -hmm. So um, this story revolves around Sarah, Anna, Kyle, who has the hotel room, and David. So Sarah already booked her ticket for the event and she let Kyle know that she'll see him at the event because she's planning to stay with her boyfriend. And then. Okay. So she's not staying in the hotel room. Got it. Um, And then Anna and David booked their tickets on the spot because they heard how much fun this event is and they both plan to stay with Kyle. Um, What I should let you know is Anna (laughs) and David dated in high school. It was only for a few months, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, some people never let go of that kind of stuff. But in college, Anna came out as queer, and they're friendly and back in each other's lives. Okay, so this group of people, are is it that they're all friends with Kyle individually, or are are they all friends with each other? Does that make sense? Yeah, um, they're all friends with each other, different amounts for each of them. But since they all volunteer together, they know each other pretty well. Got it. So everything is going great leading up to the event Mm -hmm. until Sarah breaks up with her boyfriend of a few years, uh, two months out. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah asks Kyle if she can stay in his hotel room. Kyle says yes, of course, because he adores Uh Sarah. Um, So now the room is Kyle, David, Anna, and Sarah. In two beds. In two beds. (laughs) (laughs) And then about a month out from the event, Sarah and David start hanging out nonstop. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it is clear to Anna and Kyle that they are basically dating. Kyle is super excited for his friends because he adores them. Mm -hmm. Anna is not very thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) She knows that she is staying in a hotel room with this couple for five nights. And she makes it known to everyone that this couple is going to ruin the trip because it's going to be weird. (laughs) Okay, wait, I have two clarifying questions yes. first. My first clarifying question is, you said that how long was Sarah with her ex-boyfriend before she broke up with him? Um, I said a few years. A few, a few years? A few years was four years. Four years. Okay, so 
She broke up with her boyfriend four years of four years. There was a one month time period and now she's dating David ostensibly. Yes. Yes. Okay. But the relationship, the four year long relationship was long distance and the friends knew it was going to end eventually. It was not as destined to fail. Yeah. 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 Okay. Got it. Continue. Okay. So fast forward to the day that the group checks into the hotel. Uh, Kyle checks okay. in and they go to the room and there's only one bed. <laughs> yeah. I love a trope. <laughs> of course. So Kyle checks in with the front desk and there is nothing they can do. The hotel is booked. Great. Incredible. <laughs> so there's one king size bed and four people, yeah. two of whom are possibly dating. And one yes. of whom is an ex-girlfriend of the guy in that couple. Perfect yes. dynamic. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. So Kyle, David, and Sarah decide to take a lift to the suburbs uh, to buy an air mattress for the room. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so the first day and a half of the event is fine. All four of them are volunteering and hanging out. Sarah and David are sleeping on the air mattress. There's really no issues. Um, Anna and Kyle are sharing the king bed. Okay. So the second night, the group decides to meet up with a few friends at a brewery. There are a Mm -hmm. decent amount of people there and everyone's drinking, but it's nothing out of the ordinary. Um, Okay. One of the people that happens to be at the brewery is Andrew. Okay. Andrew is a friend of a friend who hits it off oh. quite well with Kyle. <laughs> and on the side, um, Sarah is being a little chaotic. Her ex-boyfriend's god sister also happened to live in Oh, my God. <laughs> so she's just having a conversation with her on the side. And people are just confused no. about what is going on. <laughs> Can I? I just have like a very dumb question. Yeah. I have never been to a quiz bowl. Can you tell me, like, what one, what kind of person is volunteering at quiz bowl? Two, what's happening at quiz bowl? And like, <laughs> what what the dynamics are? Like, is this just a free for all? What what's happening at the quiz bowls? So, um, all four of the people are alumni of the program, so they all went through it. As okay. Um, so the reason why they go back is to hang out with their old friends that they've known through high school. They take ser- volunteering very seriously during the day. Like they'll get up early, be there all day, but after hours, it's a free for all. They're ready to party. Okay. So the atmosphere at the brewery is not like we are doing serious work and everyone is chatting about it. The atmosphere is rage. Yes. Got it. <laughs> So Anna leaves the brewery and immediately goes back to the hotel room to sleep. I mean, she has to get up early the next day. Um, Mm -hmm. Kyle decides to go back to the hotel bar with Andrew. Okay. And Sarah left her stuff in her ex-boyfriend's god sister's car. So she went back to the hotel lobby with David to grab it. So Sarah and David, after talking, um, go back to the hotel bar to find their friends, which none of them were there. Everyone was gone. (laughs) Okay, but theoretically, Kyle and Andrew are supposed to be there, right? Yes. Okay, got it. (laughs) (laughs) So Sarah and David decide to go back to their hotel room. And Mm -hmm. they open up the door. 
and the room is dark. Oh, no. And when they get to the door, Anna immediately greets them and asks them how they're doing. Okay. This is super suspicious to Sarah because she's like, you don't even like me at times. Why are you asking how my night is going? Right. Also, why have you emerged like a spooky ghost from this dark room to like ask me in the doorway how I'm doing? (laughs) Yes. So Sarah goes back and is like, whatever. Maybe Mm -hmm. things are fine. I don't really care. I just have to get up early in the morning. So she doesn't ask any questions. Okay. (laughs) So she's sitting on her small little sad air mattress with David Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she hears a voice that says, can somebody Ooh. hand me my boxers? <laughs> and Sarah knew that was not Kyle's voice. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> it was Andrew, of course. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> And it's still, like, dark in the yes. room, right? Like, they can't see anything. Yes. Okay. It is still dark in the okay. room. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, Anna hands the boxers back to Andrew and then immediately asks him when he's leaving. Okay. <laughs> very subtle. Yes. Um, Sarah and David are sitting on the air mattress, just very uncomfortable because they know a fight is about to erupt. Yeah, and also because you've just, like, walked in on your friend ostensibly having sex with someone that you know, which is awkward enough, and now you have to listen to her be like, please leave? No, thank you. (laughs) Yes. So Andrew looks at Anna and says, I might not leave. It's really up to Kyle if I leave or not. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. (laughs) Where's Kyle? (laughs) I know you're getting there, but... Kyle's also in the bed at this moment, right next to Andrew. What? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Keep going, but then I have a question. So Kyle looks at Anna and says, it's his hotel room. He paid for it, and Andrew's staying the night. (laughs) So... did Sarah and David know that Kyle was there too? Or they thought it was only Anna and Andrew? Um, since Anna is queer, they assumed that it had to be Kyle in the room. Okay. <laughs> um, because at that point, Anna had made it very clear that she was not into men. Right. And we did know that Kyle was into men. Okay, continue. So at this point, we have Andrew, who is now going to stay the night. (laughs) And Anna is less than thrilled because she's supposed to sleep in the hotel room or in the bed, the same bed as Kyle. Three people in one bed. That's too many. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anna did decide to suck it up, though, because she knew her options were limited. Um, so she decided to stay in the bed until Andrew and Kyle decided to have fun throughout the night. No! Well, Anna was in the bed. No! No! Yes. 
Obviously, at this point, Anna was enraged. Yes. And Sarah says, listen, Anna, you can sleep on the air mattress. I don't mind sleeping in the closet or the bathtub. It's totally fine. (laughs) You've gone through enough traumatic experiences tonight. Um, Oh, no. But Anna says no, because it would be too weird to share a bed with David since they dated in high school. boyfriend. (laughs) So Anna decides to go out into the hotel hallway to try to get some sleep for a little bit of the night. And then she sleeps in the closet for the next few hours. No. Yeah. She's calling all of her friends, too, who aren't there and letting them know about what's going on at like 2 a.m. And she's just not having a great night. And she's supposed to be up at 6 a.m. I get very grumpy when I don't have my sleep. So this is a nightmare. Yes. So she wakes up everyone in the hotel room at 4 a.m. by blow drying (laughs) her hair and turning on all the lights to the bedroom. Chaos. Sarah decides, you know, somebody needs to like calm Anna down. I'm going to walk her to the event Mm -hmm. center. And she sat with Anna while Anna slept for the next few hours until she had to go and get ready for volunteering. At this point, Sarah learns that Anna was sleeping in the bed when Kyle and Andrew came in the room originally. (gasps) And she was awoken to them. No! (laughs) Poor Anna. So Anna decided after getting some breakfast not to volunteer that day because she went through a lot. It was too much to handle. So she went back to the now empty hotel room to sleep. And Okay, good. I'm glad she yes. got her sleep. And that ended up being the only day that Andrew came over during that trip. But every year when the rest of the group goes back, minus Anna, everyone jokes about it. Right, right. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is my story. You know, all gossip stories have a moral here. And this one, I just would think is obvious. Right? Like you would think, don't have sex in a bed that your friend is in without telling them or asking about it is a pretty clear moral. Or, you know, text all your friends you're sharing the hotel room with and say, I need the hotel for one one hour or whatever. This is a nightmare. This is an absolute nightmare. Yes. Um, do you want any updates on Andrew? I would love some <laughs> updates on Andrew. <laughs> So Kyle has a um, family cabin on a lake. So he decided the next year to invite Andrew up to the cabin on the lake. And um, oh, no, it was just a time Andrew drank way too much. He was yelling lots of profane things about things that he wanted to do to Kyle and he's also a furry so he brought his uh furry outfit his fursona i guess is what they call it is a red panda so he also brought that as well to the lake house to the lake house the family lake house the family lake house no 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 these chaos demons (laughs) were they there like by themselves or was the family there no family there just a bunch of friends And a lot of alcohol. But still, there were other people there. (laughs) And yeah, it was 
a mess. It happened twice. Um, and okay. Kyle swore off Andrew now. So after the second time, because it was very weird. So they're supposedly done, but usually he comes up for Labor Day. So I guess we'll see mm -hmm. then. TikTok. And I highly doubt he will be coming because I don't think Kyle wants to see him again. Did Anna like remove herself from the friendship or is she still in the same circle? Um, Anna moved away. <laughs> <laughs> um, and doesn't really talk to anyone all that much from that friend group. But in theory, she <laughs> would see them again at some other events. But she she still does not enjoy bringing up Andrew at all. And if you bring it up, she gets very angry. Yeah, obviously. I think that that is fair and justified. And I choose Anna's side, I think, in this <laughs> drama. <laughs> Yes. Poor Anna. <laughs> oh, well, this was a very terrifying and also great gossip. So Jess, thank you so much for bringing it to us. I loved it. And thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed sharing my little piece of gossip with both of you. Great. I'm so glad it was fun <laughs> for you too. <laughs> Thank you so much for supporting Normal Gossip. If you want to be a guest on a future subscriber episode, please upgrade to the friend level at supportnormalgossip.com if you haven't already. This podcast was produced by Alex Sujan Laughlin. Defector's Projects Editor is Justin Ellis. Our Editor-in-Chief is Tom Lay. Thank you to the rest of the Defector staff. Defector Media is a collectively owned subscriber-based media company. Thank you so much for your support. It's what allows us to do what we do. I'm Kelsey McKinney, and remember, you did not hear this from me.